0: Rashtuni Radio presents The American Indian, a standing indictment against Christianity and statism in America. By R.J. Rashtuni. Narrated by Robert Halliday. Produced with permission by the Calcedon Foundation. Chapter 7 The Renegade. Two days ago, in a Modesto, California bookstore, I saw a paperback edition of a novel entitled Shoshone Mike. Earlier, in the 1980s, I saw a biography of Shoshone Mike, and over the years, several magazine articles or references to him. It was during World War II that I first read about Shoshone Mike, his death in 1911, Together with a small band of followers, was described in articles and books as the last battle, the Indians' war. His death in 1911, together with a small band of followers, was described in articles and books as the last battle in the Indian wars. Shoshone Mike was depicted as an Indian freedom fighter, battling for the old Indian way of life. Since Shoshone Mike was from Oahi, I was immediately interested in him. I asked some of the elderly Shoshone Indians about him. Their reactions were amusement, disgust, and anger. They resented that he was called a Shoshone, for he was a renegade. Life for the Indians was not categorized by the same terms that mark white American life and Indian life nowadays. For instance, when the Shoshones required unanimity from all men before going to war or to allow the Idaho Power Company to bring electricity to the reservation, the reason externally seemed like extreme democracy, but it was rather a belief in tribal solidarity. One old Shoshone Indian, not a Christian, had great difficulty understanding white Taibo culture. For him, Solidarity created the expectation that all white men should be Christian. Indians who converted to Christianity were non-Indians who continued to live among Indians. The perspective was not racial but tribal. People from other tribes in the past had been adopted, as had whites, and simply became members of the tribe. The idea of diversity within a nation was alien to this old Indian. Typical of American Indians, the Shoshones had no name for themselves. They were the people. If you broke with them, you ceased to be one of the people. For this old Shoshone, as for others, the name Shoshone Mike was highly objectionable. He was a renegade and therefore not a shoshone. The old man also expressed contempt for the idea that Mike was a freedom fighter. Freedom, he said, is a Taibo idea. For an Indian, the choice was life in the tribe or life elsewhere. The kindest term I heard from Shashun Mike came from a Christian shoshone. The man, he said, was a real coyote. Others described him as a thief, a liar, a man who wanted to live off of others, a horse thief and a cattle thief. He was completely untrustworthy. If he told you the sun was shining, you looked up to make sure he wasn't lying. The only reason no Indian killed him was fear of punishment for murder. In those days, death at the hands of a Taibo court. Shashon Mike and his small group, about fifteen men, women and children, left the reservation to rustle cattle and steal from white ranchers. They apparently killed people in the process, and were finally all killed by an angry posse. It was not a late battle in the Indian Wars. It was simply a case of an outlaw being killed. But Shashon Mike gets a hero's treatment from white writers. Why? A few of the Indians raised annoyed and insistent questions. Why do the white men make heroes out of the bad Indians? Why did they like only the Indians who fought against them? What about Shashons who were mostly peaceful? The old Shoshones were proud of their record as a peaceful tribe, where the white man was concerned. Conflicts were few. Their reason for compliance was simple, common sense. They were as capable of fighting as any other tribe. In fact, one southern Shashone group, the Comanche, provided themselves to be very successful warriors. One very old Shashun smiled as he explained why his tribe was peaceful. I quote, We saw that the white man had guns and wheels, and quote, he said, And we didn't. We knew that he had too great an edge over us, and quote. This was another reason why they detested Shashun Mike. He had no common sense. Stealing Indians' cows was one thing. When that became difficult, he turned to stealing from white ranchers. He seemed to believe that he could escape the consequences of his acts. During the 1960s, the young men and women who joined the hippie world were called dropouts. This is an excellent term, and it well described what they were people who had abandoned their prevailing culture and society. They were renegades. Similarly, Shashon Mike and his band were dropouts from Shashon life. Another word applied to him, outlaw. It is hard for us to appreciate the meaning of the terms renegade, one who leaves a faith and culture, an apostate, and outlaw, and one who is outside the law criminal rights, have now placed the American criminal more firmly within the protection of the law than his victims, so that the word outlaw has an ancient and fictional meaning for many. Let us return to the question, why do the white men make heroes out of bad Indians? Why do they like only the Indians who fought against them? Otto Scott observed that. As long as the Indian was a threat to white Americans, the white man was ready to report on every Indian misdeed. But when the Indian was no longer a menace, he became the object of sentimentality. This glamorization suggests some very grim problems in white American culture. If the white American does not know the truth about himself, he will not know about others. If he believes in the natural goodness of all men, after Jean-Jacques Rosset, he will sentimentalize all his relationships. It is easy to project evil onto his ancestors, or to some other group today, and to see himself as the good man, because his ideas are informed by liberal myths. He calls Mike a freedom fighter, because he sees himself in the forefront. Of the battle for freedom. He cannot understand Indian culture because he is ignorant of his own. The old Shoshones mildly rebuked me for believing what I had read about Shoshone Mike. They were right.